Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. One, two, clean. Cheers. Cheers. two different beats here girl i know we were just talking about how like um when i was younger i would like record myself singing on garage band just to see what people hear when i sing and like play it back and it was always so bad but like when i sing with songs i sound really good like i harmonize well with the singers sometimes but when i sing by myself it literally sounds like a cat is in a blender i still don't know why uh why I love you so much. Thanks for wanting me. Yeah. <laughs> Get it. Oh, Jay-Z, man. What do you think about Jay-Z? Um, he cheated on Beyonce so Yeah, literally I hate him. Mm. Okay, this is okay. That is the moment. Okay, there are a few moments where I knew that like there were no more hope for men. Okay. There are two pivotal moments. One was when Beyonce cheated or when Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce. Because like how do you have the most wanted woman in the world? And cheat on her for who, for what, for why. Number two was when Alex Rodriguez, ugly ass, cheated on J- Jennifer Lopez with that random girl. Like, you, the two, if the two most desired women on this earth, literally the two most desired women, can Ever. get cheated on by rinky looking, not even mean ugly, hella ugly men, 
like where's the hope where's the love you know it just it, there is none I want to know because and I think I'm saying this because I just watched Wolf of Wall Street but I want to know about Margot Robbie's situation because she's not usually very public with like her love life is she married I don't know I think she is really yeah his name's Tom Ackerley never mind and guess what he is what guess guess what he is yeah what do you uh, mean? he's not ugly she could do better, but he's not ugly. I don't think Ryan Gosling's attractive. Are you having a literal I don't literal think Leonardo DiCaprio's attractive. Like, I just don't. Okay, but it. we can both agree on Matthew McConaughey, right? Matthew McConaughey, I, yes. Like, Matthew there's, McConaughey? <laughs> there's nothing I wouldn't be for that man. Matthew McConaughey? No, seriously? I can't spell his last name at all, McConaughey. One of the only men I've ever seen who is aged like fine wine. Like, actually aged like yeah. fine wine. And it's like unproblematic yeah. and delicious looking. Like, yes. Leo was cute when he was younger. But he's so unattractive now. He only dates, like, teenagers, a.k.a. Scott Disick. Please. I think that's one of the biggest red flags ever. If you literally only date girls who are significantly younger than you. Yeah. But, like, it's not, like, significantly younger. It's, like, Scott Disick is dating girls who are, like, pushing 18. Mm-hmm. Like, pushing. Wait, when you're ASMR right now? Yeah. Oh. So, this week, we went to Fashion Week. And it was so fun. Um... It was really fun going in the perspective of, like, a TikToker because I've never actually gone to New York Fashion Week with kind of that mindset before. So, like, taking all of this footage and, like, all of this stuff. Um, So, it was really, really cool. And, obviously, like, Cindy and I went together for all of the shows. But literally the most fun experience I've ever had in my life. And I don't know what. Probably just because, like, Cindy and I were laughing and talking the whole time, like, being so rude. Oh, gosh. We were literally the worst. It was mostly me, though. Like, just, like, okay. But should I say the nine eleven stories like that? It's so funny. Okay, guys, this is so bad, but, like, it's just the most... No, you can say it. It's yeah. okay. But, like, I, I want to preface it, though, yes. really quick. I um want to just preface this by saying I did this so unintentionally, and I honor and respect the victims of 9-11, and I pray for their families, especially on this very special day. And I love human life and Americans. Like, yeah, keep going. it's not even like that. It's just that, like, Sarah <laughs> just, so is just very oblivious sometimes to things. <laughs> like, actually, like, we talk about this a lot. She just is completely oblivious to most things that happen. And yes. in the middle of the show, there was, like, a tribute to 9-11, and they had a, like, projection onto the wall that showed the lights, and they were like, what did it say? Like, hmm. in tribute. It was like a tribute to light or something like that. Yeah, it was like a tri- it was a tribute in light. Oh yes, yes and it yes. was reference to the light to do a nine eleven at night in Fidei, and we were just talking about like we were talking about nine eleven earlier that day, just like because I'm watching the nine eleven documentary series right now on Netflix, which is actually really good. I'm episode three, and I'm really into like stuff like that. So not stuff like that, but like history. So we were. Talking but you can't not be interested in in disasters like that. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just like, we were just talking about nature. like what I learned from the documentary and, like, why documentary series has done well, like, earlier that day. So, like, we knew it was 9-11. Like, that was not an issue. Like, that was never, like, not cognizant. But they had, like, a tribute in the show, in the middle of the show, and it said, a tribute in light, and it showed the lights from 9-11. And Sarah says, not to me, but, like, out loud, so loudly, like, there's no way the whole row didn't hear us. And she was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry for this show. It's going to be so cute. Like, what'd you say? You said something like that. You're like, oh my god, this show I'm so excited for. Yeah, but I pointed, it wasn't like, it couldn't be mistaken. It, like, she I pointed, pointed to the, to the sign, and she was like, oh my god, this show I'm so excited for. It's gonna be so good. I was like, Sarah, that's a 9-11 tribute. And she was like, oh my god. 
And she said it so loudly, too, that I know everyone around us is like, what is this girl talking about? And it was just like, oh, my God. Because, you know, and I explained this to Sydney earlier, but do you know that scene in Hunger Games where Katniss Evergreen is being paraded down the aisle in a horse and carriage with PETA and her dress lights on fire? That's the kind of shit I thought we were about to see in this in the tribute in light or something. Like, I literally thought a tribute in light was going to be something about, like, an immersive light experience. And I think I've never felt more stupid in my life. It was just so awkward. It was, was like, so was bad. Like it was so awkward. Like because people were, like, looking. People were like, what did you just say? I yeah. Like, I don't know. I was like, Don't girly. look at me right now. Don't pay attention to what I just said. But fashion, fashion week was a really fun experience. Uh, Cindy and I got to do... We felt like celebrities. We got to do the, um, like, iPhone spinny aroundy where... The 360 of, like, the outfits. And then, like, yeah. we got asked what we were wearing. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny, though, because, like, I wasn't expecting to, that to happen because, like, I didn't think I was dressed that cute at all, nor was I relevant. And she was, you, by the way. Just go look at our Instagram. My entire outfit was Lily from Zara. And so this lady was like, please explain your look to me. And I was like, shit. So I was like, um, it, like, it was, like, literally word vomit. I was, like, going back to my Tumblr days, and I was like, well, I'm, like, very goth. I love the leather look. I want to go for, like, a dark academia. And the girl was like, what? I was like, mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Sarah's like, it's a soft palette contrasted with the logo. Really shows the dynamic of the world today. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Never mind. It was great because, um... It was great because this woman was, like, live streaming. So Cindy and I both had to, like, quickly... Because yeah, we so both hot. talked yeah. before we, like, would leave the apartment every single day this week. We'd both be like, no one's going to ask us about our outfit. And, like, no one did until today. And yeah. so some woman just came up to us and was, like, live streaming for her fashion blog and was, like... Or for her new fashion app, actually. What was her thing? It was, like, Shop the... Yeah, she's like works for this company called, like, Shop Shops or something. Yeah, yeah. And I was like... Shop oh, with or. the job. I don't know. It was something like that. And she was asking us about our outfits, and it was, like, the first time we got asked. Because, you know, like, Cindy and I both had school this week, so we were, you know, we were at Fashion Week. We were trying to be, like, super low-key. And then today, we, like, we went all out, and we, like, dressed up because we actually had the time because it's a Saturday. And it was crazy that we got asked about it. So we just quickly pulled something out of our ass, and Cindy was like, yeah, this is Dark Academia, and... Leather. Also, dark academia. Yeah, leather. I said it like five times. He was like, "Oh, right." <laughs> Next, really, he like captures the essence of dark academia. But it was cool. Like, I didn't even realize you said that until like afterwards. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck, what I just say?" And then I was like, "I have the logos and then the soft and it's vintage." But in reality, like, I stole the top from an old friend of mine. And, yeah, like, she's I like, I like these are both skirt. thrifted. I, I was like, "Girl, I was with you when you bought that it shirt." Was not, it was yeah. not thrifted. <laughs> I'm yeah. so dead. It was so hot though. Like I wore yeah. leather shorts because I'm dumb. They're like literally lined with suede for the winter. Yeah. Knee high boots that don't fit me because my calves are fat. <laughs> and I um They're rock boots, by the way, and yeah, fabulous. They're so cute, but it's like they were made for girls who do not have a calf muscle. Yes. Not like they have small calf they don't have an existing it goes knee foot. Right. You know? And so I um was wearing that and a long sleeve shirt and it was eighty five degrees outside and I was like, girl. I really, I think I had like four four heat meltdowns maybe. Yeah. And my feet hurt. It was just not cute. But I felt cute, so it's okay. You know? So my favorite show for sure today, because we were at um, Global Fashion Collective's fashion show. My favorite person, I just wanna like want to give them a shout out and then you can say yours if you feel like it. Mine was Carlton Jones, and I really liked it because which really relates to this podcast. A lot of their models 
portrayed a lot of blue clothing and a lot of cool tones. So I was like looking at all these outfits and I was like, oh my God, these, you know, so many of these would be perfect for crying in public. So fashion week today, especially was really cool to see all those like blue, blue outfits. Yes. I'll see mine in a second, but it was really cool because, um, Someone came up to us and we were sitting at the show, like we yeah. were leaving. And someone came up to us, and we were taking pictures, and they were like, Yo, do you have a podcast? And I was like, Oh my God, yes. And I was like, We have it together. And she was like, No way, like I'm from Atlanta and I recognize you guys from your cover. I listen to your cover all the time. And I was like, Oh my God, did I know? It didn't happen. I'm like, Who's honking like that? It just hasn't been happening lately. And it makes me feel like happy that, like, not just that people listen, because like that's not what we're in it for, but like I want to be able to meet the people that do listen, because like I want to have connection i don't know that was weird but i don't know it was kind of cute it's kind of it's kind of super fresh and cute you know oh so my favorite was this this like line called blue tambourine blue tambourine yeah yeah i don't really know how to translate it it is a korean social impact brand and the whole thing was very like Bridgerton goth Victorian vibes like they yeah. everything was just so sick but then like add streetwear to the end of that because they were all wearable clothes yeah. but like just for occasions you know what I mean right like I just thought it was completely sick and like yeah. she had such diverse models I mean they all had diverse models because like the global cla- the global fashion collective is that what it's called global collective fashion mm. whatever global fashion collective you had it yeah. right the first time they like um emphasize like diverse um designers from like around the world so like all the models were diverse in terms of like race size gender orientation etc but even like age in her show was like a big thing and i don't know like the whole line i thought was there was like not one piece i didn't like and like if i wasn't five one she had like a log i would so wear that like if i was like five ten floating in the wind i would so wear some victorian ass jacket in the winter <laughs> that'd be sick you know and there was this one model in that was it blue tambourine blue tamarine tamarine it's spelled like tambourine blue tambourine i'm I'm gonna say sorry if we're like butchering it yeah we're literally so sorry but the last model like the finale model so if you don't know like the way um new york fashion week kind of like works and i'm sure this is the same way for fashion shows all across the country (laughs) i'm not specifying new york's but the last model right before the finale where all the models come out like the last individual model is usually wearing the most unique most valued piece in the collection or at least the collection portrayed Mm -hmm. in that show and in that collection or in that specific like modeling sequence was kind of a lampshade um which is nothing like i've ever seen this entire week like a lampshade hat with with, crystals going around the bottom edges and it was probably one of the coolest things i've ever seen because it wasn't too much for like it wouldn't be weird on a daily basis exactly so you just showed me a picture of the model i was talking about but like um, it was a black headpiece, but it was very minimalistic with little mini crystals going around the sides. And I think I was in the most awe I've ever been because that's to me very like vintage fashion week, like like very 2010s fashion week, which I really liked because I feel like that hasn't been done in a while because everyone's trying to be so trendy that no yeah. one's embracing kind of the old fashion week tradition. So I like that. I think it was cool that like, I think when people think of fashion, you think of, like, the very big shows, like, Dior, Chanel, like, whatever. Yeah, YSL. Yeah. And, like, obviously they have, like, incredible clothing, but I feel like it felt nice to see, like, smaller designers who, like, are doing it all by themselves and putting, like, their whole life and, like, ideas and, like, passion into, like, six items of clothing. And you can, like, tell when you see it, you know? It's not right. like, oh, some random person sketched all of this up and it 
matches everything we've ever done before. Like, it just looked the same as, like, I don't know. I feel like, of course, it'd be awesome to go, like, a Chanel show. I would literally love that. I love Chanel. Right. I can't afford Chanel, but I like Chanel. And, like, why I sell things like that. But, like, seeing someone, seeing something that was fresh and new and, like, diverse looking and, like, unique was, like, cool, I think. And, like, and even the people there were cool. Absolutely. Like, and it's great because just how you see the passion in an artist's work or the emotion in a singer's song or the... Um, I'm trying to think of the right word. Except for, like for emotion, like the the uh, what's it? What's it? Passion and like a dancer's dance. Mm-hmm. A dancer's in, dance. No, singer's yeah, a singer's song. singer song and a dancer's dance. It's really cool because a lot of people don't see fashion as a work of art or an art of expression. Yeah. They kind of just see it as kind of like a something that's trendy and shallow and expensive and out of anybody's reach. Yeah. But it was really cool to be like front row at these shows and see firsthand how much work. It was really cool especially to see the designer come out at the end and be crying and so emotional and high-fiving people and bowing and you know just being so appreciative of their work. Which is really cool because I know I, before I moved to New York, never really thought about fashion week or fashion shows or fashion in general like that. So it was cool. And it was like I don't even know what it was. Like, I have been, like, having, like, a shitty week. Or shitty... A lot of weeks. But, um, <laughs> shitty year. Shitty, shitty year. Week, shitty shitty, shitty decade. Um, <laughs> shitty life. <laughs> yeah, shitty, shitty life. Shitty 21 years. Um, but it was fun to, like, be inspired by people. Like, going out and dressing up. Like, me and Sarah really, like, moved all of our stuff into the kitchen to get ready. Like, we did our makeup and hair in the kitchen and, like, saying, like, was we got up at fucking 7 a.m., but it felt fun to, like, put that much effort into something. Then, like, go and be around other people who, are, like, had their such unique style. Like, flamingo jackets and, like, feather shoes and, like, feather face masks. Like, it Puppy was cool. sleeves and yeah. blazers with combat boots. It was crazy. I think seeing people be so, like, authentically themselves and, like, the most of themselves they, like, you can outwardly present, you know? I don't know. It sounds kind of stupid, but, like, I don't know. It's inspirational. It felt nice. Like, I want to go and, like, work on my style and, like, make it more make my inward outward is what I would say so I'm not that's kind of cool like I want to put more effort into like myself now because so I spend like five minutes getting ready every day and that's it and, that, and that's that's if we're pushing it you know absolutely and I feel that because I get super super ready like every day whenever I do it's not even a matter of being shallow or narcissistic I feel like when I get ready and I put my all of my effort into making myself look presentable in my eyes I feel like I tackle the day in such a confident, very head first, strong way because I'm thinking if nothing about today is like together, I am. You At know, least like I look room, good. If my room is clean, my laundry's done, I look great. That's who I am and like that's how I'm going to present myself today. Like I'm going to put my best self forward appearance wise. And I know that's not everybody and that's not how everybody works. But to me... It was really cool, and this all goes back to Fashion Week. It's really cool to see people putting a lot of effort into doing these models' makeup and hair and dresses because when you when they walked down that runway, you could tell they were so excited to be there, even getting really emotional at some points yeah. because they were so excited to have that opportunity to be there and modeling some famous designers' collection. It was a really, really cool experience, and I, I know I feel the same way whenever I get dolled up. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. 
It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. What? Okay, I'm going to go on a rant for a second. That's 11K like start. I'm People like, on TikTok are so mean. And I know, obviously, we're all sitting here, especially like if you're in the TikTok universe and you're watching the new Charlie D'Amelio show, it, or the D'Amelio show in general, if you are in TikTok or like in the TikTok sphere, you're probably like secretly making fun of that show and being like, oh my God, you know, TikTokers should stay in their lane and not really like have TV shows or movies or songs or whatever. But it really did tear me up when, I I don't know if it was Charlie or Dixie because I didn't watch the video for that long. So I don't really like, I'm not that invested in it, but it was one of the sisters and they were saying how they just try their best and they make TikToks for fun and they just get like ripped apart by other people. And I'm sitting here and I understand that if you put yourself in the public eye, you should be prepared to be subjected to a verbal abuse and to name calling and to getting yourself ripped apart by people who don't understand your situation. But at the same time, I hate celebrity culture because I don't think it should be like that. So I completely understand 
where Charlie and Dixie are coming from on a much lesser level because I'm obviously not as famous as them and I'm not famous at all. So I literally don't understand. But like, it was literally heartbreaking sitting there watching whoever sister was being like, all people ever want to do is like tear me apart. And like, I'm so young and I just want to live my life. But like, you know, people just pick out my insecurities that I like. Imagine you, like people just like, like thousands of times a day commenting on your videos being like, like just pointing out your worst insecurities. You know what I mean? Like, like that would feel really sucky. This might be a bad thing to say. No, it's not. But like Give they say a- that and then they make a TV show where they have control over what they put out. Right. And then they sit there and like make fun of a chef and like pretend to gag on his food and get mad. People got upset about it. So I'm kind of like you have complete control of like a lot of things that do come out about you and you choose to put it out anyway. I think because they like that it gets them attention. Is that bad to say? That's No, that's not bad to say at all. Like, I, also, I really... like no one deserves hate. No one deserves no, hate. No, stuff, no, but, like, no. If you, have a, if, you have, if you can control some of that, I feel like I would. I would. I don't mm-hmm. know. That's just my view on it though. No, I completely agree. I really do. That's That's why I prefaced it with kind of if you decide to put yourself in a public eye like that, no matter how young you are, I guess it does matter, but if you decide to put, like portray yourself in a certain way and then you get feedback for it and criticism and like hate, I don't think you can be that upset. At the same time, like you said, no one deserves hate, but it was really heartbreaking to see like this teenage girl yeah, that crying about people just like tearing her apart. Because I was talking to, Cindy and I were talking about this today, especially after seeing models who look very similar walking past us on a stage we were saying how when we were younger we were thinking and we were talking about this podcast we were saying how when we were younger we just wanted to fit in and be accepted and loved and liked and kind of like fitting in with a popular crowd and and I think we really enjoy this podcast because we're trying to be that for you guys or for anyone who needs it or who just fucking wants entertainment to laugh at how fucking stupid we are. But it was crazy seeing, you know, that on TV. I don't know. That was so deep. Yeah, I feel bad. Yeah, I don't know why I got that deep. I was kind of like halfway through it. I was like, "Mm." (laughs) Yeah, no, I feel that. Like, I think hate's awful. And I told Sarah, like, if I ever get to the point where, like, I'm going to shit enough about me to, like, hate me. Of like, yeah, and, you know, like, obviously it's going to hurt, but I feel like that's my mentality with it. But, like, about the conversation about, like, growing up and stuff, like, we were talking about how, like, we were, like, our generation is such a weird place because Instagram and Twitter and, like, Tumblr, Tumblr was the worst about, like, the thigh gaps and, like, all that stuff. Like, Mm. it was, yeah. And we know, Cindy and I were both on Tumblr from, like, ages 12 to 15, 16, if you don't know, by the way. Yeah. And so, like... With all of that coming out at the age of, like, when we were, what? Facebook started when we were, like, what, nine? Yeah. So, like, all of that stuff happening when we were, like, our most formidable age and only seeing, like, I can't talk talk for myself, obviously, but, like, seeing, like, the idea of beauty only being, like, white, skinny, tall, with abs, tan, blonde, blue-eyed girls and, like, looking the complete opposite of that in every single way. And, like, going to a school where, like, that was also, like, the beauty standard and, like, being told that, like, I would never be attracted because I'm black or, like, I wasn't attracted or I wasn't looked at by guys because of that. Right. Like, that has permanently affected my self-esteem, you know? Like, it's the reason why I straighten my hair every day. It's the reason why I feel need to wear makeup and, like, go work out so I look, like, a certain way and stuff like that, you know? And so... I feel like, obviously we have a podcast, it's not really about like what we look like, 
but I feel like you can be able to have these conversations and like tell girls like you can look like me and like still have someone that's gonna love you and like feel pretty when going out and like stuff like that and be successful and have jobs and like all this stuff or most importantly feel pretty when you're alone yeah like that's what I want to do with the podcast like that's mm-hmm. what matters most to me so like hearing girls like DMS and tell us that oh literally makes you want to cry yeah and I know that when I was in high school I would have loved something not to like do my own horn but like I would have loved something like this to um lean on so I think that's definitely, you know, it's always good to remind you guys and us together, like sitting alone here in our kitchen to remind us of our mission and why we're really doing this. And it's all fun and games, but also at the same time, we're trying to be um, a kind of big sister for our, our younger girls out there. Because yeah. we like, love you so much. Uh, or anybody. A friend. Yeah. To our other, other ladies, other men. Someone you can lean on to anybody. Yeah, like y'all literally, I'd be in DMs up in y'all's relationships. Yeah. Like, so what happened with him, Bestie? Like, are you guys kissing <laughs> yet? Like, what happened? Yeah. So yeah, no, I literally feel like we are friends, which is like super cute or cheesy. It's just so cheesy. If I ever heard us talking like this, I'd be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but yeah, it's true. Yeah, and as much as we're there, we're, we're trying to be there for you guys. You guys, just as Sydney said, are there for us way more than you think we need you. So, or no, way more than. Yeah, that was right. Way more than you think we need you because we do need you a lot. So, yeah. thank you so much. We are now at twenty-five minutes. Okay. So, the ending was kind of depressing. Sure. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Um, we're so excited to share this week with you. If you want to keep listening to us, you can find us on any podcast app, iHeart or uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you want to follow our social media, you can on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. So make sure to go follow us right now. Like, literally turn this off and go follow us That's on right. all of the social media platforms because I and Cindy run all of those personally. We love talking to you guys, chatting with you guys. Like we just stressed in this episode, you know, not only we're we trying to be a source for you, but you have helped us more than you possibly know. We find so much light in you guys. And I think we're truly like a very tight knit community. Very t- Thank you so much for everything you and we're going to start, so, start posting on when we're supposed to post. Yes. And Ooh. we're going to be active on social media again. We just had like a lot going on with school starting and our jobs. But yes, we are back. Back. We didn't even practice that, guys. That just happened. Yeah. So make sure to follow all of those socials at Crying in Public Podcast. And we will see you on the flippity, flippity flop. flip flop side. Whoa. Bye. Whoa. Whoa. Yay, 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 yay. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.